it's your apartment speaking, and I need some favors. When you're singing in the shower, just try going up a key. You're trying to be an alto when really you're a soprano. Oh, and if you could bundle your renters and car insurance with GEICO, it's easy to do online and we could save money. And then, when you read your murder mysteries at night, could you read out loud? But skip the murder parts because I get scared. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. Bueno, nos vamos. Aquí tiene su cuenta. Espere, ¿10 mil dólares? Así es, las cervezas, hamburguesas, salitas, postre, la multa por conducir borracho a casa, licencia suspendida, días de cárcel, días de trabajo perdidos. Ya sabe, todo lo que involucra obtener un DUI. Bueno, y lo que quiera dejar de propina. No pagues el precio de tomar y manejar. Te puede salir caro. Maneja tomado y serás arrestado. Un mensaje de Netza. Hey everyone, welcome to my new podcast called Talk It Out Thursday, where every Thursday you can join me for some girl talk. I'm so excited to share this new journey with you guys, but it wouldn't have been possible without Anchor. With Anchor, I'm able to connect with my listeners for free and use creation tools that allow me to record and edit my podcast right from my phone or computer. And you can do the same. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. But the best part is, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You won't regret it. I know I don't. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. No lie, I have recorded this like three times already and each time has been a fail. I don't know, I'm just like, I try, and like, I get in there, and it's just like, okay, you know, I got this, I'm in a groove, and then it's like, oh my god, this episode, this sucks, like, and I delete it, and I record it again, and I try to find, like, a place where I'm like, it's quiet and stuff like that, because, like, in my room, you can hear my brother through, like, the wall and his TV, because my desk is, like, on the same side as, like, his, where his TV is in his room, so you can hear that, and then it's just, like, I don't like, like, just, I'm scared somebody's gonna, like, walk in, so when I get all nervous and stuff like that, but I'm back, um, I know I keep going back and forth with this and everything, and it's just, life has been crazy, and I bet I'm not the only one that can say that, that life has been, honestly, a roller coaster. I don't even know where to start, is there even, like, a word to describe, like, everything that's been going on I don't even know like oh my god it's just been off the walls I've just had so many emotions I've gone through so much and I know it sounds like a little dramatic and I always get so nervous when I like say that like oh I've been I've gone through so much and this but I have like and I, I'm, again I'm not the only one life has been nuts and there's I don't even think there's any words to describe this year like honestly the way I can describe it is I stayed up for this I stayed up, like, I watched the ball drop every year. It's like, I stayed up for this, past my bedtime. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, what was the point? Like, what was the point of all of this? Like, I just, can I go back to bed? <laughs> so that's where I'm at, honestly. I just, I've struggled with a lot of mental health things this year. And, again, not the only one. A lot of people have, and this year it's been harder than ever for a lot of people adults kids teenagers and again nobody's alone because honestly you know you may not realize but a lot of people are going through it and a lot of people are struggling with a lot of mental health issues and I don't like to say issues because then it sounds like you know 
it sounds bad, but a lot of mental health struggles. So I know I have, and I have really bad anxiety. And this year, beginning of this year, it was really bad. Like when you get panic, like before you get a panic attack, I never have experienced this before until like it happened. So before you get a panic attack, your body starts to get really tingly and it starts to get like all worked up and everything. And it just, you can kind of feel it. And that's how it was in the beginning of this year for me. And I didn't really know what was going on. And so then when I knew like at the start of a panic attack, I kind of like, and learned how to calm my body down. And I just took a deep breath and I took, I went to my happy place. My happy place is universal in Florida because I love Florida. We go there every year, except this year we couldn't. And so I just tried to calm my body down, like imagine I was there and it worked and it got me through some hard times in the beginning of this year. And then, you know, we all went out of school and that happened and that got me more stressed out and everything. And it got really, really bad. And I started to journal and journaling really helps me. And I do encourage you guys to start journaling and really take on, you know, taking the time out of your day at night, whether it's in the morning, it doesn't matter. Just take time to journal because it really was a game changer for me in the sense of I don't like to talk to people about how I'm feeling. So for me to journal, it kind of just got my feelings out there in a book and nobody could like read them. Nobody read them. So it's like me, you know, talking to my book, my journal, and then I could like put my words out there and now you know I'm okay with talking to somebody else outside of my family because I know I'm not the only one that doesn't really like to talk to family members about stuff I do some things but other things you know I don't I don't really like to and that's okay you know so get somebody that you can talk to and that is you know maybe outside of your family or a friend and so they can really help you I am going to a therapist who can really, you know, break down what's going on, anxiety, stuff like that. And so that's, you know, what I, my plan is, but everyone's different and everyone has their own preferences and their own ways. And that's perfectly fine. I'm just telling you guys what my way would be, like my way is, like what I'm doing. So journaling, that has helped a lot, like I said. So I did. I encourage you guys to take on that, even if you are great, like if you're feeling wonderful and you don't have any mental health things going on, um, just write down a few words and it's very therapeutic. It sounds kind of weird when I like say therapeutic, but I'm joking. It's very therapeutic. So um, then as I, this year has progressed, you know, my mental health got better and then worse and I mean like beginning of you know school time it got worse and now you know I'm home full full time that sounds like I'm a job but I'm home all the time now because I'm all virtual now for my school so that has been a better transition I think because in the beginning of this year when that all happened it was kind of crazy because it was very new to me you know and I had said oh I want to do homeschool because I was just so stressed out with school And so then I was like, I can't do this. As it went on, I was like, oh, my God, homeschool, not for me. And then we've kind of, like, gone back and forth. And my thing is, is, like, honestly, if you're going to keep pulling us in and out of school, just keep us out of school. And if you're going to, you know, either full-time out or full-time in, like, just you got to stop this back and forth. Because for me, that's, like, so crazy for me to just go back and forth all the time because I only go to school Monday and Tuesday. So, like, for me, 
to, you know, go to school Monday, Tuesday, and then stay home Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then go back, and then all of a sudden now be full-time virtual for, like, two weeks and then go back. Like, to me, that's just too crazy, and I just couldn't do it. So now I'm glad that we're all virtual because I think I have a better handling on it, and I can really, you know, focus and get into this, you know, sense of just you've got to sit down you've got to do your work because in school you're kind of like tired you're like I don't want to be here come on like let's go so it's all everyone has their own preferences and their own things but for me like I never really had a set routine and I'm always all over the place because I just don't for me you know a set routine is kind of hard for me to follow since I'm back and forth from my both my parents house I go like my mom then my dad so back and forth so for me I was just still like that was my routine and then to throw in more and then you know for a week that can be my set routine but then I'm in, in a new house so it's different so anybody who has split parents knows like it's hard to stay on a set routine because you have you know you're in the week so you go like for me I when I go back to my mom's you know I'm in my week and I'm finally you know getting back into the groove of being at my mom's house and then I go back to my dad's and then I got to get in the back of the groove of being at my dad's house and now I'm finally in it and then I gotta go back to my mom so it's hard and I know there's other people out there that understand what I'm talking about because it's hard to you know get in that set routine when you're all over the place all the time so now you know I'm kind of working on a nice routine and I'm getting it down and everything and now that I'm home um I can finally put more of myself into my podcast and I'm so excited because I've really always wanted to do a podcast, something like this. And when I get older, you know, I want to go to college for journalism and I want to be a writer. Like my dream is to write my own book. And I know that sounds a little crazy and you're probably like, write your own book. That sounds so boring. But it's my dream and I'm dying to like write a book about mental health or something like that. Something that really means a lot to me. And my other dream is I want to start a blog so bad. I have so much I want to write about. So maybe I will end up doing that. Who knows? But for now, I got my podcast and I'm so excited to devote more of my time into it. And it's a new start. You know, I really, before the end of this year, I keep telling myself, like, I want a new start and I really want to open myself up more and just make some good changes in my life. And I know bad changes, all good changes, because you need some good changes and That just means, you know, working on yourself a little bit. And so that's what I'm going to do. So with a new change, I have a really exciting announcement. Well, for me, I'm going to change the name of my podcast to the Spill It. No, not the Spill It. Spill It podcast. (laughs) I know that sounds a little weird, but I like it. It's just me spilling some whatever with you guys, just spilling all my thoughts to you and just talking to you about almost everything that I think of that is going on. And I think it'll be a really fun new name because doing uploading the things uploading, I always say uploading, posting episodes every Thursday is kind of hard for me. So I think I'm going to do like this new schedule of me since Wednesdays for me for my school is like kind of a no, like I'm good. I don't have anything going on. No um, online meets. Um, I think what I'm going to do is try to find time. So I'm going to probably record episodes every Friday I think and then on Wednesday I will post episodes so it'll give me some time to you know edit and do all that stuff so I'm really excited unless actually 
I do upload an episode every Friday. Yes, I think that'll be my schedule. So my post, my posting schedule will be every Wednesday. I will record an episode, and then every Friday, so that week, same week, I will post the episode. So that'll be fun. So a new schedule, new me, new everything. You know, I'm really trying, and I'm gonna get back into journaling more because you know I fell out of journaling, and it kind of made me go down the spiral and get more into like a depressed state of mind even though I don't like that word but you know more of my anxiety res- got like bad and you know my mental health state of mind just got really really bad these past few weeks so I'm excited because now it's you know new me not a new me yet but new podcast name new uh, um posting schedule new everything and I'm gonna try to be really put more of my time into um Instagram and stuff like that it's just really really hard for me to kind of balance but again I gotta get a set routine down I gotta get you know my thing that works for me because not everything always works for everybody else so it's what works for me the best and how I can do things and how um just how life works out for me even though it might not work out the same way for somebody else but that is okay because It's not going to always work out for others the way they might want it to work out. So um, I'm just really excited for this. It's really exciting for me and especially around the holidays because um, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I absolutely love Christmas. I love spending time with family. That's like my number one thing is I love just the family aspect of it and giving gifts. I know over the years, like, um, when I was little I never understood it because maybe it's just me but when your parents like when you were little and your parents would say I love like giving gifts and stuff like that I always heard my parents say that and so now it's like I never really understood it when I was little and now that I'm older I'm like I love giving gifts like I just love watching my little sister open up presents and my parents the stuff that I gave them so it's really exciting for me when I give gifts because it's just like I never really understood what they meant until now I understand, like, it's really fun to just give them things, give other people things, and just the joy on their faces when they open up presents and stuff like that, so, especially little kids. My sister, she used to do this thing, was, like, when she would open presents when she was younger, she'd be like, what is it going to be? What's it going to be? And she would say that, and she would get so excited, and then she would, like, open it, and she would scream, and she'd be like, ah, oh my goodness, and whatever she would get, and it would be, like, you know, a, a little baby toy or something like that for her, and She's four, so it'd be not really a baby toy, but, like, a younger kid toy, like a toddler. And she'd be like, oh, my goodness, I've always wanted this. And she'd open it, and just the joy on her faces. And I just love that, especially because I've been going through a lot of mental health things lately. And it's just kind of nice to see the joy on other people's faces and stuff like that. And I always love to be, you know, a happy, cheery person. But sometimes you just can't always be happy. And I think that's another thing is just... A lot of people, and again, I'm not alone for this, a lot of people um, get up, like, they always feel like they have to be happy every day, like, wake up, I gotta be happy, I gotta be happy, and that's what I would do, like, I would always be happy, no matter what, because I didn't want to upset anybody else, I didn't want to see anybody else be sad, I didn't want anybody else to have to deal with my problems, because they're my problems, like, nobody wants to listen to me, so after, like, that really got old and tiring for me and it's like I just can't do this anymore I thought you know I started to just 
get upset every day. And I was like, I can't be upset every day either. So then, you know, I have to, you know, find this balance of some days you, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to not be in an always happy, cheery mood, but then follow that day with the next day being, you know, you happy for the day and you being excited. So it's all about that balance of happiness and sadness. And, you know, you always, they they go together, you know, they go hand in hand. It's just like anxiety and depression. They will always go hand in hand with each other. It's like, you know, one day they just follow each other. And that's just something that, you know, I've learned along the ways is that they always follow each other and they're always going to be, you know, teetering off each other in some way. Also, if anybody, if you guys know me, which hopefully you will get to know me more, I do not, like, I'm not like a fitnessy type in that anyway. You know, I, you know, I run, I don't run. What am I talking about? I hate running. That's where I'm going with this. I hate running. I don't work out that much because I don't, I don't know. It's just not really what I do. You know, I go, I take walks and stuff like that, but I'm not the fitnessy type. And yesterday, my brother and I were working out in the garage and I was running and I hate running. I literally hate running with a passion. I hurt so bad and I put the incline up so high and I started running. And then I was doing like this weight thing and I'm a garage in our garage. And it was, he's, my brother's like, oh, you know, just take these weights and to get a nice core. You like roll them out into like a bridge, like you're going down to a bridge and then you pull it back up. And I tried that and he was in the garage and it literally slipped, like the weight slipped and I fell on my face and I was like, oh my God, I'm not, I, luckily I didn't get hurt or anything, but I was like, oh my God, this is why I don't work out because this is not for me. And today I'm like sore. But I'm good. I'm like, oh, my God, I do not want to get out of bed. And that was like this morning. Me like, do not make me get out of this bed, please. (laughs) So I was like, I hate working out. It was bad. But it was fun, you know, spending some quality time with family and not being so stressed out about school and just really enjoying the moment and stuff like that is what it matters and what matters. And hopefully, you know, me staying up till midnight this year will be worth it and next year it will be a good year I know that a lot of people are gonna still continue to go through some struggles and stuff like that but you want to know what it's all about putting yourself in the moment and enjoying the moments and just be having your family there with you and I never really understood like the meaning I always you know family's always been really important to me but I never really understood you know like the true meaning of family I guess and like the meaning of them always being there for you and always having them with you until I had to spend three months with them (laughs) like three months in the house not going anywhere besides spending time with my family I'm like oh my god but you want to know what it was worth it and we really got to I think know each other at a different level because we're all we were always with each other and we were always spending time with each other so it's like you know you kind of got sick of them at some point but it's okay because it's always nice to have them with you um this episode is kind of like all over the place I guess I really didn't have like a set meaning and topic for this but I'm just so excited that you know it's a new me and I can devote more of my time into this podcast and the podcast family and hopefully it takes me places because I really, like, I don't, I don't expect anything from this. All I want is to really just get my voice out there, like, my mental health, normalizing mental health, because I feel like it is not normalized enough. Like, 
I don't see influencers and these people talking about like mental health enough. Like you see the mental health pages and stuff, but like where is you know the talk about? I I think this year I have seen maybe a few posts because of COVID related and stuff like that. But you know, people have mental health has been going on for years before even COVID, and it's not. I don't see it being talked about enough and. I just would love to see more of it because it's true and it's something that a lot of people go through and a lot of people struggle with me being that person. And I bet somebody you guys listening to this also, you know, know somebody or do struggle with mental health and it's not talked about enough. And so that was one of my big goals for this podcast and moving on. If I even when I get older and I go when I go to college in a few years two scary two years to be exact, um, that it will I will be able to have a platform and stuff like that where I can in a book that I can write where I can talk about the truth, like what mental health is. And I can talk about, you know, the effects and how it impacts you and how it, you know, it can be the thing that destroys you or it can be the thing that lifts you up. Like it's very, it's very serious. And um, I like to think about it, you know, this way is like for me, when I go through mental health things like my anxiety and stuff like that and I'm like we all are traveling this road and the road doesn't end until you know your life is complete so as you're traveling this road you know there's going to be some points in your life where you travel off this road and there's going to be some points where you hit speed bumps and you hit potholes But what matters is that once you veer off that road, you work your way back on. You don't keep going off because eventually you're going to like something's going to happen as you keep going off this road. You have to know how to work your way back onto this road. In some points in your life, you are going to travel off the road. Some points in your life, you are going to hit some speed bumps. Some points in your life, you are going to hit those potholes. But what matters is how you get past those obstacles and how you continue on. You don't travel back, you just keep going forward. And something for me like that relates to that is I always like to think about my past and how I could change it and how things could turn out differently and stuff like that. And if any of you guys do this, you like think about it this way. Your past is your past. It's set in stone. Your future has yet to come. But your present, like you can be in your present now, like that's today. That's right this minute. Your past is, like I said, set in stone. The only thing that you can do from your past is learn from it. All those things that happen that you wish you could change, learn from them. And change them as you continue growing in the future. Like work on them because they'll help you. You know, you learn, just learn from them. Because it'll they're very thought, like they're life lessons that, You never knew, like, when you were younger that eventually they would turn into those life lessons and they would be there, and that's how you would continue on with life. Don't ever, ever think that your life, you know, is not good enough, that it's not worthy enough, because just because something bad happened to you in your past doesn't mean that something good can't happen to you in your future. It can, and I promise you it can, and if you're ever like feeling down or anything, you know, I promise it will get better. You know, it may take some time. It may take time for you to veer back on that road, but you will get there and you will continue to grow and you will continue to 
rise up to anything that comes your way. And I know I've just been all over with this podcast, but I think my one main goal from this was to just tell you guys that I have been going through a lot of things mental health-wise lately, and there's so many other people that do go through these things. And again, it's not talked about enough, and my goal is to talk about it more and um, to normalize it. And I may, you know, maybe it's just me not seeing a lot of things, but I truly don't see enough um, posts on mental health and all the things that comes with struggling through it and being the person that struggles through it or being the person that sees it. I see a lot in my family, you know, I have some family members that have gone through it. It's in genetics and stuff like that. And it's hard to see those people going through it. And it's hard to be the one going through it. But I think at the end of the day, you have to realize that you're not alone. And I think these past few weeks, I've been, you know, just telling myself, I'm alone in this. I'm nobody here for me. There's nobody here for me. Like, who's here? And I have to, like, realize that I have friends. I have family. And it's okay to talk to them. It's okay. And I even have a therapist that I can talk to. If you don't feel like talking to family, like, if I don't feel like talking to my family, I can talk to my friends. And I can talk to my therapist about it. I it's okay. It's scary. It's very scary. And trust me, I know it is scary to go out of your comfort zone. It's scary to think about telling your feelings to somebody, especially for me, because I have a deathly fear of being alone and not being enough. (laughs) That was really hard for me to say on this, but you guys can't see me. So I guess I can't hear you. So I guess it's okay. But that's one of my biggest fears is not being enough being alone and I don't want to be alone because I'm scared if I tell somebody how I feel you know they're gonna go away and they're not gonna come back and they're not gonna you know support me in any way and so I feel like you know if I was to tell somebody how I feel me you know my fear will be true and it will be you know me being alone like like I'm fearful of and me like having all these problems and not problems, but mental health things. And, you know, when I'm older, I'm scared that nobody's going to really want to, you know, I'm never going to find my true love. I don't even know. That sounds very cheesy. I'm sorry about that. But I'm scared that, you know, I'll never find somebody because once I tell them about things that I do go through, I'm not going to be enough for them. Like, I'm not going to be I'm not going to have, you know, I'm not going to be this perfect person and I'm not going to be, you know, this person that doesn't have these problems and just has the perfect life because I don't. My life is crazy, you know. I was dealt a hand that um, I was just, I was meant for. I guess we were all dealt a life hand that, you know, was meant for us. Maybe we don't think that, but my family is crazy and I have a split family and I'm just I go, I have these things that I go through and I'm scared that, you know, one day those won't be enough for somebody and they'll expect me to be different. And I'm scared of that. And I'm just scared of, you know, just not being enough, not being alone. And it's terrifying to me. And once you, when you have fears like that, it is scary and it's terrifying. But my one big goal for this year is to really veer away from those and get away from all those fears that I have of being alone because they're, logical in the sense that they're not logical and what I mean by that is they're real they're there but they're fears and what is the worst that can happen it's scary to think like that but 
I always think, what's the worst that's going to happen? And then it comes, but you have to eventually get out of your comfort zone and be okay with taking on the challenges and, you know, facing them. And it's terrifying to lose sometimes, you know. It's terrifying to think this could happen and then eventually it did happen and it will happen. Like, it's scary to think that, you know, for me, let's just put it this way. It's scary for me to think that me talking about my feelings could result in somebody leaving and not being there for me anymore. Me telling my, showing like my true self to somebody and then that not being enough for them. It's terrifying that one day it could happen and someday it could happen. But you have to, and I have to just, you know, be, say, you know, okay, it could happen. But what if it doesn't happen? What if they're okay with that? What if they're willing to help me? And my stubbornness then will show and be like, I do not want your help. But I have to learn how to accept someone's help and accept them and sometimes accept being wrong. And I hate saying that. And I know some people out there hate admitting that they're wrong because nobody likes to admit that they're wrong. But sometimes you have to admit that you're wrong and you have to admit that you need help. Because I never really realized this, but like the first step to growth and change, like a good change, is admit admitting. And I, when I tried to like get better in the beginning of this year, I wrote, you know, what was wrong. And I kind of like, I didn't exactly write like I have anxiety, I have this, I have that. But I like, I didn't write that. And so for that, me not writing it and me not admitting that I need help is, it didn't, it like stopped. It didn't let me grow. It didn't let me rise. (laughs) And I know that sounds again, like crazy, but it's true. Like you have to admit what's really going on because you can talk about it, but until you actually say I have this or I need help or both, it's not going to happen. And that may sound, you know, a little, I don't know, but that that's just how it goes. And that's how I realized it, you know, eventually talking to somebody and having to admit all these things that are built up inside of me that I haven't talked about and all these things that I feel that are not necessarily wrong with me, but all these things that I are in me and within me, nothing really helped until I did, until I admitted how I felt. And what was going on, nothing worked out. Nothing happened necessarily. So that's what um, I needed to do. And that's what I've done now. You know, I've admitted all these things to somebody and I told them what was wrong. And I told them how I feel and what was really, really making me feel this way. And it has helped. And honestly, I could already see a growth in me just talking to somebody about how I feel. And so I challenge you guys, you know, before the end of the year, write in a journal, talk to somebody about your feelings. If you're feeling upset in any way, if you're feeling down and if you're feeling like you have nobody, you have people. And I encourage you and I have faith in you that you guys will eventually grow out of that and you will be okay with talking to somebody because it was the best decision I ever made. And so is journaling. Make sure to journal because it is very helpful and it is very fun. It sounds weird, but it's fun to just kind of write down what you're feeling and have somebody listen to you and not talk back. So that was that was basically what I wanted to talk about in this um, episode. And I'm glad that now I can put more time into this and I can really 
grow it and get more people to hear my story so that maybe I can inspire that one person or that or many people it doesn't matter to me all I'm all that matters is I want you guys to know that you're never alone in anything because chances are I've gone through it or chances are I haven't or chances are you know somebody else who's listening to this is also going through what you're going through maybe just it's behind a closed door but thank you guys so much for listening and who knows maybe you didn't listen to this whole episode but if you did thank you for listening and I hope my words are an encouragement and I hope they helped you in any way and I'm so excited for this new name for us and um I hope you guys continue to follow me on this podcast journey thank you all for listening and I hope you guys tune in next week for a new episode thank you bye I hate Tom's Tulip Shop. It just smells so flowery. Like we're good at your flower shop. You don't need to remind us. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. I needed a fake plant. They don't sell fake plants. Thanks for nothing, Tom. And while Progressive can't save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. Then he says, have a great day. Uh, I'll decide what kind of day to have. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers. Do not hire Franklin and Sons Electrical. The guy told me he'd shrink my monthly bill, and I'm like, dude, it's too small to read as it is. No matter how hard you work for your small business, online reviewers will find something to complain about. Then he's like, where's the circuit breaker? I'm like, bro, I didn't break anything. And while Progressive can save you from these trolls, we can help you save money on commercial auto and business insurance. He told me I had a blown fuse. Uh, it's called a short fuse, and yes, I do have one, so watch yourself. Get a quote online today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliated and third-party insurers.